Welcome back to Topless Government. The show uh, is a cross between schoolhouse rock and civics for the masses. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you already know this spiel. This podcast is about educating you on how your government works in all areas and aspects. And I want to make it relatable. I want to make it fun. But most importantly, I want you to become citizen legislators because y'all need to start asking the most important and pointing questions to these politicians, especially in light of the fact that we are going into a presidential cycle, 2024 people. And this is what I wanna talk about today. POTUS announced he is running for reelection. Now, I don't wanna hear any snickers from y'all about, oh, he too old. Oh, did y'all hear about the polling that, X percentage of Americans that want him to run again, I call bullshit. We need a stable form of government. He's stable. Now, I may not like everything that the president does, but you know what? He's a damn sight better than who we had before. And y'all better start thinking about that. I did not have the opportunity to look at his announcement, but I've been hearing all over media particularly social media about how he went about in announcing his reelection. So what I wanna talk about now is how do y'all feel about him running? I mean, and I don't mean about he's too old cause I'm done with that. How do y'all feel at what he has done the past almost three and a half years? Just tell me that. Cause I can tell you President Biden has done a damn good job. He has. If it wasn't for him and the Democrats controlling the House and Senate, we would not have the American Rescue Plan. We would have not had the bipartisan infrastructure law or the Inflation Reduction Act or the Chips and Science Act, people. And I know a lot of you are out there thinking, well, I don't know anything about this. The one thing that this president and his administration is doing is they're going out and they're crisscrossing the entire nation to tell you how these laws will benefit you. And there's a lot of money from these laws that will help you. So y'all need to take that into consideration because the Biden-Harris administration has done far more than the previous administration. Yeah, remember the running joke? Infrastructure week, yeah, that's no longer a joke anymore because now we are rebuilding our antiquated infrastructure, people. Let's get into this even a little bit more. So I've been hearing that there are some trolls within the Democratic Party, and I'm going to name them because I don't care. Marianne Williamson, oh my God, really? Now, I've seen a lot of people on TikTok, talking about, oh, she's articulate, and oh my gosh, she really gets reparations. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't care about that. what that white woman think. What I care about is this. Is she gonna be able to protect and defend our democracy? I don't think so. A lot of you like, oh, you know, she's progressive. She could get stuff done. She has all these great ideas. You know what? Whatever, I wanna know how she gonna protect us from the crazy right wing in the House and Senate, and particularly in the House because they are in the majority. Tell me how she gonna deal with them. I mean, you know, 
Because I'm sorry, we are in a war. We are in a war right now, and we need warriors. And I'm going to be honest, Marianne Williamson is not a warrior. She talk, 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 talk. All she's trying to do is siphon away potential votes to President Biden. That's what she's trying to do. She's trying to wreak havoc. And for those of you that support her, that's your right to support her. But guess what? That means that you are, quote, unquote, the loyal opposition, and you are enemy in my mind and eyes. Because I'm sorry, as a Black woman living in America, I'm not going to tolerate it. And to be per per perfectly honest with you, there are a lot of Black women who are tired of putting on their superwoman cape. We tired of protecting the democracy. Y'all need to step up. I will tell you one population has been stepping up, and that is the Generation Zers, because they don't care. They are the children from the Generation Xers. I am a, I am a part of the Generation X. Fuck around and find out, because that's our motto. Latchkey, we are individuals, and you know what? If, if a lot of y'all remember, don't let the, uh, the street light hit your ass to get home. Think about this. We didn't have cell phones. We did not. We didn't have social media. We didn't have none of that. Our parents would let us roam the streets by ourselves with friends. So think about what mischief we got into. I ain't even going to get into the mischief I got into, but it prepared me for the life I've been leading for the last 56 years, and I am damn proud of it. And I am very, very proud of the fact that these Generation Zers they are out there showing up, showing out. And the rest of y'all need to follow suit. And particularly the millennials, y'all need to step it up. Y'all really need to step it up because it's not fair for just, you know, the Generation Zers, they are shouldering this. I mean, millennials, y'all tried, y'all tried, but y'all got helicopter parents. Y'all had helicopter parents who spoon fed you everything. And I'm going to be honest. I'm like, I am so tired of it. I, I'm so done. We are in a war, people. And we need to help the Biden-Harris administration win another four years. I am telling you point blank. If you get Trump or DeSantis, you know what's going to happen. You already know the federal court bench is already stacked with conservative Republicans. Look what happened. One federal judge decreed that we can no longer use Plan B. Now, mind you, the Supreme Court has, has postponed that, has stayed that decision for right now. Justice uh, Scalia, uh, no, um, I forgot his name. Alito, he was the one that came out with the announcement. Think about that, people. These are life time appointments and who advise and consent the president on judicial nominations nominations in general people who oh mm, the united states senate yeah senate judiciary committee yeah y'all better wake up you better wake up because right now president joe biden has been nominating federal circuit court judges district court judges he's been he's been doing it and a lot, I know a lot of you have, were talking about, you know, when he nominated um, Kataji Brown Jackson and y'all thought that was performative politics. Bullshit. That woman is the most qualified jurist 
ever to sit on the Supreme Court bench. She is. The fact that she black and she a woman, those are bonuses. They are. She earned every right to be on the Supreme Court bench. And it's a lifetime appointment. And you know what? She has been showing up and showing out and getting into good trouble because she's been asking the different types of questions during these sessions. And I'm gonna tell you point blank, I'm here for it. Y'all need to understand, if we get a Republican back in the White House, we in trouble. They are they already going after our rights on the state and local government level. Look what look what DeSantis is doing in Florida. He is trying to go after. Now get this. This fool is so insecure about people of color and particularly black people. He is going to stop the Greek um, letter organizations, the Divine Nine. Why? What, what I mean, why? Oh, because you think that they're talking about critical race theory? Look, these organizations date back to the 1900s. And a lot of them were founded at Howard University here in Washington, D.C. But this fool in Florida wants to get rid of all that. And then on top of that, the Florida State Legislature, legislature they, they are idiots. They passed a bill that will create his own militia. Did y'all hear me? This is what I'm talking about. We are in a crisis. What they're trying to do state by state, I'm telling you state by state, they are passing these bills on critical race theory. They are passing bills about, you know, the, um, the, the gay community and transgender. Um, come on. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to make sure at once they get a certain amount of states and passing all these different laws, the they're gonna try and do a constitutional amendment. They're gonna do, they have to do a, a constitutional convention and they are, and then remember all these restrictive abortion laws. People, they are trying to make a federal ban on abortion. That is their ultimate goal. This has been their goal all along, people. I'm tired of y'all always talking about Biden don't do this, Biden don't do that. And in particular, a lot of these black so-called media celebrity celebrities who just, you know what, well, I'm sorry. Y'all just, you know, I ain't gonna call you what I really wanna call you because that's just, but no, y'all Uncle Toms and Uncle Bet and, and, and Auntie Bettys, you just are. Because y'all falling into that trap Every time, uh, you know, a school shooting happens, well, how come um, they just provide lip service? Da, da, da. Let me tell you something. The president's power and authority is not absolute. He is not a king. He is not a monarch. That's why we broke away from Great Britain. Y'all don't get it. It's the Congress that has the power to pass laws to make it safe for all of us to pass laws to bring back our re reproductive rights. Because after Ho the Hobbes decision, look, everything is in jeopardy. Just think about that. They're not gonna stop with abortion. They're going to stop same-sex marriage. They're going to stop interracial marriage. And I, and I said this before on, another, on a previous 
podcast episode. You know who's married to a white woman. He's sitting on the Supreme Court bench. Yeah, Uncle Clarence Thomas is married to Jenny Thomas. Come on now. I mean, y'all think about that. And then just think about the recent um, allegations about Clarence Thomas going on fancy trips. Um, come on now with, um, what's his name? Um, the billionaire real estate magnet, Crow. And I'm sorry, he didn't think that he had to um, disclose that. And then on top of that, you know, when the S Senate Judiciary Committee chairman, Mr. Durbin from Democrat from um, Illinois, wrote a letter to the chief Supreme, the chief justice of the Supreme Court asking him to come and testify, and he declined. I'm sorry, people, there's corruption at the Supreme Court, and they need to be thrown out. And we need to reevaluate these lifetime um, appointments. Because right now, the Supreme Court is stacked against all of us. They are. And I'm telling you, if you don't make the decision to support President Biden's reelection campaign, we're going to be in for a world of trouble. We are going to be in for a world of trouble, people. Look, I could go on and on about what potentially could happen. You already know, because it's already started. These people are so afraid. Um, no, let me rephrase that. White Republican men and women are afraid of the browning of America. They are. They are going to be in the minority. And they honestly and truly believe that people of color who are in the minority right now will do the same that they have done to us. No, you know what? All we have ever wanted was a level playing field. That's it. And then also, let's talk about, you know, the Black Wall Street in Tulsa and look what happened. Look what happened to the Black towns in Florida, Wildwood. Look what happened. Black people came together as a community. They had their own infrastructure. They had everything that they needed. Then y'all white people decided, oh, no, they can't have that. And they tore it up. And then a lot of you are like, well, how come? Well, when are y'all, when are Black people going to become self-sufficient? We were until you came in and you keep trying to come in and do the same thing. Because understand this, Black women right now are the most highly educated, highly educated. We are moving up. We are moving up and moving on out. And y'all are so threatened by that. And it's just, I mean, and it's totally and utterly ridiculous. I'm telling you point blank, as a Black woman, I am tired of showing up every election and doing my due diligence on researching the candidates and everything, finding out their positions on issues that are important to me and my community. All of y'all just think, well, the president hasn't done this. He's just, you know, lip service. And where is Vice President Kamala Harris? You know what? She's there. Y'all just think that because this man is not doing what you want him to do, remember, he is the president of the United States. The United States. The United States people. Not the president of the United States for white people, for black people, excuse me, um, for Asian Americans, 
for Native Americans, Jewish Americans. He is president for all Americans. I'm telling you, point blank. I am so happy that he announced his reelection and he did it low key. And, I, and I'm glad he didn't do it with fanfare because you know what? He has some other stuff that he got to be dealing with right now. What's going on in, in the Sudan, you know, what, what happened earlier this week with the House Republicans and the debt ceiling. I'm going to get into that in another episode because y'all really need to follow that because I can't even make that shit up what, what, the, what, what the House Republicans are trying to do. People. If we got to keep Joe Biden and we got to give him another four years so he can finish what he started in 2020. We we got to do it. I mean, look, we have come up, we've come a long way and he needs to finish the job. But I'm telling you, if y'all go out and support Marianne Williamson, all y'all doing is voting for the Republican. That's all you're doing. You know, because do you really want to have a dirty Democratic primary fight. Let's be perfectly honest. And also, um, you know, I heard that the Democratic National uh, Committee has announced that the 2024 uh, Democratic com Convention is going to be in Chicago, Illinois. And that just brings back memories. Well, I wasn't, well, I was born, but I was only two. Um, uh, 1968. And, you know, there was a clash with the Chicago PD um, yeah, I mean, look, this is kind of historic, you know, it's, it's, it's historic, but look, we, we got, you know, we got a ways until the presidential cycle heats up, but y'all need to be, you know, diligent. You just, you just do, because I'm telling you, if we don't have Biden being able to appoint these federal judges on the bench, we're screwed. We are screwed. We are screwed, people. I'm telling you, I know a lot of y'all care about the pocketbook issues and inflation has gone down, but now we're talking about there may be potentially a recession. Let's talk about how, you know, the president, what he can do and the Federal Reserve. Is not the, the president doesn't have all the tools when it comes to inflation. He's done a good job on working with the Democrats in the House and Senate to pass the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, some of you may not know what's in it. Now, I talked about it in, you know, in my first season in one of the episodes. You can go back and look at that. But I'm telling you, there's so much that the president can help us do. And I'm hoping that he will continue this journey because look, we are in a fight for our lives. We need to get our reproductive rights back. And okay, I ain't even going, let's, let's get into voting. Yeah, voting rights. I'm telling you, Ron DeSantis and Trump, if they are, if Trump is reelected and if DeSantis is reelected, oh yeah, Nikki Haley, that idiot, and Tim Scott, Come on, do y'all honestly think that, like it was, look, like Roland Martin said, do you honestly think that I'm going to support a party that takes, that took away our reproductive rights? Do you honestly think I'm, uh, I'm going to support the GOP 
when they are stripping away your voting rights in every state that they control the state legislature? Do you honestly think I'm going to support the Republican Party when you have the governor of Florida who's going to battle with Disney because they're quote unquote woke? He don't even know what woke means. I'm telling you, Disney, if Disney World leaves Florida, they're going to be in for a world of hurt. That is the largest single employer. I mean, you know what? This man is stupid. They in it for the long game. Disney is in it for the long game. And y'all need to be in it for the long game when it comes to voting for those that do right by you. Republicans have always gone the long game. And I'm going to tell you, Democrats need to start doing it. I do not want to hear when they go low, we go high. Hell to the no. We, we, we over that. The paradigm has changed. It has shifted on that. We had a new ball game, and, and Trump was the start of it. He just made it more fashionable. We cannot go high with these people. We got we, we to fight. We have, with a, we have a fight on our hands. And we got to go for the juggler, point blank. We got to go for the juggler. We got to get more people behind the Biden-Harris ticket. We really, really do. And I, look, as I said, his cabinet, there has not been a lot of turnover. Now, you know, the Department of Labor, their secretary, uh, Marty Walsh, left. And Julie Hsu, who's the deputy secretary, has been nominated. But there have been some issues um, in the Senate on her confirmation and nomination. And in particular, yeah, I'm going to say his name again. Senator Joel Manchin, yeah, Democrat from West Virginia, has concerns about her. Now, he voted for her to become deputy secretary. His reasoning was because Marty Walsh was already secretary. I know that there were some issues when she was the Secretary of Labor for the state of California during the pandemic. I get it. I get that you have concerns about what transpired when she was Secretary of Labor. There were issues. I mean, everybody was going through the issues on how to um, distribute the unemployment um, insurance during at the beginning of the pandemic. You know, we're all human people. We're, we're, I mean, no, we're, we're not divine like, you know, the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus. We're not. But y'all need to take that into consideration. If Biden is not reelected, just think about who Trump nominated for his cabinet. Do y'all really want to go back to those days? I really don't want to go back to those days. Because I don't want people stupid. And, and, and I'm going to be honest, I don't want no rich white man who has lost touch with reality about how the average American, you know, works and saves and puts together a household budget and trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. I don't want those type of people in cabinet level positions. Do you? Now, remember, I'm telling you, the president has the right to nominate who he feels is qualified and that will go out the window if Trump is reelected. Why would y'all want Trump back in the White House? He was the one that increased the deficit by 
because of that tax cut in 2017. Why would y'all want that? I mean, he was the one that literally almost killed us at the beginning of the pandemic. He was the one and he continues to spread the election lie to the point that guess what happened? Y'all know what happened? An insurrection took place on January 6th, 2021. We're now in 2023. And a lot of those folks, they got duped and they are now being prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And praise God, I'm so happy that they're, they need to go to jail. He needs to go to jail. He is the one that continues to say the lie. And then you got Tucker Carlson, I'm so glad, I'm glad Fox News Corp fired him. And it's not for the reasons a lot of y'all think. Y'all think because of the Dominion case? Hell no. It was because he made sexist and racist comments to female executives and they got all the text messages to prove it. And I'm just saying. <clears throat> and I know a lot of y'all are like, those um, that, you know, that are the mega Republicans are like, oh, I'm not going to watch Fox News anymore because, you know, our chosen one has left. He don't care about y'all. He rich. He comes from a rich family. Trump is rich on paper, but he poor. He rich on paper, but he poor. I'm going to tell you point blank. This is what he and the Republican Party are trying to do to y'all. Well, no, particularly low-income white people. He got y'all on board because he's pitting y'all against us, people of color. But y'all don't really understand what the real game is. They are making you feel like you're the king and queen of your castle and that the rest of us are woke and we need to be stripped of every rights and all, and, you know, and, and all these government programs that help out well, lo and behold, you know what percentage of the population is on welfare? White people. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to get rid of Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and y'all falling for it. They are making sure that you are being pitted against people of color so they can go behind your back and basically take everything away from you. You think that they're your friends and they're not. You're not going to see it. I'm telling you, it's coming. It, it, I mean, it's coming. Y'all are being pitted against us for a variety of reasons. But you are going to be duped because once they, if they get reelected, I mean, they're coming after people of color. And those, you know, and, and um, the gay, lesbian, queer, trans non-binary community. They are. They're going to come and they're coming after you next. And, I, and I'm telling you, the Poor People's Campaign, y'all need to get with that. And Reverend Barber, he ain't nothing but the truth because they are speaking out in every state capital. They are holding these people accountable. My citizen legislators, come on, you got to wake up. You have to wake up and you got to understand they don't want you to be woke. They want you to be, you know, complacent. They want us to have infighting in our communities because what they're trying to do is it's a shuck and jive. 
They're trying to divert you from the truth. They want to take away, they want to blow up the system. They want to blow up the system to say, oh, the system is not good. But how are they going? Okay, if they blow it up, are they going to rebuild it? No, they're not going to rebuild it. Prime example, House Republicans don't have a plan on governing. They do not have a plan. Yeah, they've been passing bills left and right about stuff, you know, that's trivial. And it's just like, but they think it's important because they're trying to stop the woke community. And can we just talk about, I'm, I'm going to digress for a little bit because I can't even make this shit up. Bud Light. Yeah, now Bud Light is woke and you got these fools on TikTok with their semi-automatic guns <laughs> shooting at Bud Light. For what? I, I'm like, I don't get it. I mean, y'all, y'all fight for the most stupidest things. And none of you even know what woke means. I mean, you just, y'all need to stop. Because I'm telling you, I'd rather be woke than stupid. And um, just because I don't like injustice and a lot of other people don't like injustices and we we hold you accountable. Because, oh yeah, y'all stopped talking about the cancel culture. And now y'all talking about woke, which is a dog whistle for black people. Cause you know, I'm so over it. And, and they're and the, and the young people are over it too. The generation's years are over it. Look, it's time for fuck around and find out. Pardon my French. It is. The reelection of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is very, very important. It is very, very important. And it's early on in the game. It is, it's early on in the game, but y'all need to just take a look at what has been accomplished by the Biden-Harris administration. Y'all need to see those accomplishments. They may not be tangible, but trust me, this administration will continue to go out and crisscross the country, our country, to let you know how, how the bipartisan infrastructure law is actually providing critical dollars for the crumbling infrastructure in so many different ways all across the country and different modes of transportation, um, water infrastructure for wastewater plants. I mean, I mean, you know, for ports, cleaning up the environment from brownfields. I mean, providing, you know, clean energy and power for rural electric cooperatives. Come on people. The Inflation Reduction Act is doing that as well. Cause look, we gotta meet these greenhouse gas emissions. Because, I mean, global warming is no joke. It is no joke. And the president, thank goodness, has, you know, gotten back into the Paris Accords. And I got, with John Kerry as the envoy, so I'm telling you, it's, there's so many different things that this administration has done. You need to go and look at Joe Biden's record. Go look at it. Look, you may not like him, but... If it wasn't for him and the vice president, we would be in worse shape. They are doing their best, but Congress has to help them. Congress has to be a power, has to be a partner in this. We need someone that is stable, that's in the executive branch of our government. And that is President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. It, it truly, truly is. I mean, you can agree or disagree with me that's fine. 
But that's my take on it. I mean, I've been in politics for 25 plus years. And I'm going to say it again. I'm like, I've not always agreed with um, President um, Biden, um, particularly when he was in the Senate. I mean, the same thing goes for the vice president. You know, I didn't agree with her on everything. But you know what? I'm going to support him. I'm going to support him because they are going to protect and defend our democracy. Be damn anything else, because if we don't protect and defend our democracy, everything else just falls to the wayside. It really, really does. If we can't get our democracy in check, if we can continue to fight for voting rights, we're doomed. I mean, look, the woman in Texas who, you know, had a past conviction and she went in and voted, her parole officer said she didn't realize that she couldn't vote. They jailed her. Republicans in Texas are doing this. I mean, can, I mean, can you understand that? And okay, and let's let's go back to Governor DeSantis and how he's been flying, you know, the uh, the uh, migrants up to northern states, thinking that northern cities are going to turn them away. It's nothing but a political stunt at the cost of the of Floridians' taxpayer dollars. He spent six million dollars, six million dollars on this. Think about if he becomes president, what he's going to do. Just truly, y'all need to really, really think about it. Think about Nikki Haley. Now, she, I'm sorry, she is a woman of color, but she does not believe that there's racism. She doesn't. Tim Scott's the same way. I, you know, he, uh, you know, I hope, did y'all see his, um, his commercial? Uh, I, I mean, it was just stupid. He talked about Fort Sumner, uh, you know, and that was where, you know, this, uh, the Civil War began, the shot that across the world. He, he's full of shit. I'm sorry. I've never liked him. I've never liked him. He he's He's that type of Black man who forgets he's Black. He really is. He He is our worst enemy, people. He is, because he's drank the Republican Kool-Aid. He truly believes that a lot of us that call out Republican politicians for their shenanigans and bullshit, that we're divisive. He truly believes that, you know, affirmative action was bad. I'm gonna say it again. All we wanted was a level playing field. He benefited from it. So did Clarence Thomas. He benefited from it. But I'm telling you, they don't like the color of their own skin. And they're our own worst enemies. Because remember, ain't all black Kim folk, black Kim folk. You get me? He will do his best to put together a federal ban on abortion. They asked him when he was in New Hampshire, point blank, Senator Scott, do you support a national ban on abortion? Well, uh, he couldn't even answer. Same thing with Ron DeSantis. They don't have, they're not ready for prime time, but they honestly believe that they're going to run for the presidency. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. You're, you're the problem. Y'all don't want to face the facts when it comes to January 6th. And can we talk about Mike Pence? 
oh yes, he had to testify in front of the grand jury uh, January 6th. Yes, he did. He fought a tooth and nail. Mm -mm. No, there's a reckoning. A reckoning is coming. Cause I'm gonna tell you, if Trump is reelected, if Governor DeSantis is elected, they gonna, I'm telling you, they are going to wreck havoc on the US Capitol. Trust me when I tell you that. They are going to do it. They are going to do it. They don't believe in this democracy. They want to blow it up. They want to blow it up. They don't want to govern. But Joe Biden wants to govern. Kamala Harris wants to govern. That's the difference. So it's either this. Do you want stable and people that get the job done? Or do you want the mega Republican foolishness? Um, how would I put this? Conspiracy theorist bullshit? Do you want that? It is the fight between good and evil. Or as, you know, Olivia Pope on the wonderful show Scandal, it's the white hats versus the black hats. It's your time to choose. It is, it's your time to choose. Because all I'm telling you, we're in a fight for our lives. We're in a fight for our democracy. And <clears throat> we need to do something about it. And just think about this. If Trump is reelected, there will be no help for the, uh, the country of Ukraine. There will be no help. It will fall. It will fall to the Russians and China because China is cozying up to Russia. Ukraine will fall and guess what's going to happen? I'm telling you, Putin wants to control the Ukraine. He does not want NATO anywhere near that because he knows if he can control the Ukraine, Ukraine, he's golden because he can he can he can fight an attack. And that's what that's what this is about. They will make damn sure Trump and his cronies, if he's reelected, they will make damn sure all foreign aid is gone. I'm, I look, y'all think about why he was impeached. I mean, go back and look at it. Go back and look at the fools in the Senate who voted against impeaching him. Really? If they had voted to impeach him, we would not have been in the trouble that we were at the height of the pandemic. We would have gotten it under control earlier. But no, the frightened, scared Senate Republicans voted not to impeach him. And, and now look where we are. And then I know some of y'all are like, well, Joe Biden is not really fighting to keep the public health emergency going. Look, he tried. He tried. He tried his damnedest. He tried to get another COVID-19 um, package. Couldn't do it. Because you got people in the House and Senate, these Republicans, who are like, no, the pandemic's over. We don't need to be providing any more money. We don't need to provide any more money for COVID-19 testing centers, for vaccines. We don't need that. President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris tried. They got to work with Congress. You got to work with what you got. So you can't fault them for it. So come May 11th, yeah, that's the end of the public emergency, health emergency. That's it. That is it. So y'all need to see this for what it really, really is. Republicans 
want to dismantle our system of government. They do not want to govern. They don't know how to govern. They do not have a plan. And I'm going to tell you, with the slim majority in the House of Representatives, Speaker McCarthy, you know, to me, he a dead man walking. Now, he had a quote-unquote so-called victory earlier this week, but that's going to be short-lived. And let's talk about how they're trying to engage President Joe Biden into allowing draconian cuts to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, to the SNAP program. I'm telling you, I can't even make this shit up. This is what they're trying to do, people. And it doesn't help with who, you know, Mitch McConnell, the old fool that he is, he's back in the Senate and he's saying, oh, the president needs to join the grown-up table and come and negotiate on the debt limit. No, he don't. President made his position clear. He made his administration's position clear. He told Speaker McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, pass a budget, then we'll talk. Yeah. Speaker McCarthy is not going to pass a budget. He is not going to pass a budget. He's not. He, I mean, I'm telling you, the Republican conference is not unified. They're Not when it comes to the budget. They're not, because a lot of them are really pissed with the ethanol subsidies being drastically cut. <clears throat> People, this is the gift that keeps on giving for 2024. It is. But I'm going to tell you this. Think long and hard who you're going to vote for. Think long and hard, because do you want evil and um, rollback of programs, elimination of programs, or do you want progress moving towards the future? Tell me what you want, because if a vote for a Republican is a vote against our democracy, straight up and simple, and I, I'm like, it's time for y'all to come to work and get to work. My citizen legislators, it's time to roll up your sleeves and get to work. And I know a lot of you have. You've been in the trenches. You really, really have. And I'm grateful for it, and I thank you for it. But those of you that are sitting on the fence, please do the right thing. Do your homework. Check the facts. I mean, like I said, if you don't like a candidate for personality reasons or whatever, yeah, whatever. You need to just set that aside. Look at what they have accomplished. Look at their accomplishments. That's where it is. I'm going to tell you again, if it weren't for the Democratic House and Senate and this Democratic administration, a lot of state and local governments would have gone down under. But thanks to the American Rescue Plan Act, they were able to stable and to help out their communities, you know, with paying their rent, utilities, keeping businesses afloat, keeping state and local governments afloat and running. There has to be a continuity of government, people. That's first and foremost. And I honestly believe that President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are the steady and right course for us. It's for our future. Now, if and when Joe Biden wins re-election, he'll be term limited. Then we need to start thinking about who is going to run in 2028. 
Who's going to run? Now, I know a lot of you have been talking about, you know, the vice president, um, secretary of transportation, Pete Buttigieg. I think, you know what? He's grown on me. I'm not going to lie. Because in the beginning, I didn't like him. No, let me rephrase that. It's not that I didn't like him. I didn't like his policy stances. And I think he needed to be a little bit more seasoned and educated about the Black community. Um, he, he's, he's gotten there. And, he, and you know what? One thing that I admire and love about him, he goes on Fox News, he goes on these conservative shows, and he tells it like it is. He doesn't stutter. He doesn't get flustered. He's calm as a cucumber. We need, we need more of that. So, like I said, I'm looking at the future of the Democratic Party. You know, you got the um, governor of Michigan. She's really, really good. We just need, you know, I think after, you know, Joe Biden, like, like I said, if he, by the grace of God, is reelected, start thinking about the future. We need to start thinking about the future because you can damn sure expect the Democrat, I mean, the Republicans are thinking about it. They always go the long game. Democrats, you need to start thinking the long game strategy, not the short game. It's the long game. Long game. It, I mean, I'm telling you, we, you have to have the network in place. And now we'll see what happens, you know, because come August um, and, and into December, early next year, it's, that's when it's going to start. That's when the presidential politics are going to start. And it's going to heat up. You're going to have more folks who are going to make the decision to throw their hat in the ring. And then the summer of 2024, Lord have mercy on all of us. That's when it's going to really get heated. You know? And so I'm hoping that I'll be able to go to the Democratic um, Convention in Chicago. I've never been to any of the conventions, to be perfectly honest. I'm hoping to go next year because I want to participate. I really do. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. And I hope that you're not going to sit on the sidelines anymore, my citizen legislators. Get into the game. As the late John Lewis said, let's all get into good, tr good trouble. We need to. So on that note, I hope that you have enjoyed um, me talking about uh, the re-election announcement of our president. Joseph Robinette Biden. I love his middle name. It's quite interesting. It's quite fetching. But please stay tuned for, you know, my next episodes. Um, reach out to me on, um, you know, um, a toplessgovernment at gmail.com. Let me know what you would like for me to cover on, on my episodes. Let me know if you want to be a guest um, on my podcast. And I have been talking to my podcast producer. I do need to do a happy hour. I do need I do need to do a happy hour. I do. But Crystal's not really drinking alcohol anymore. But I can drink zero proof alcohol. Gin, to be more precise, it's actually good. But I will, I'm going to map out when we do um, our happy hours. And they will likely be live. But yeah, reach out to me. Um, check me out on TikTok um on youtube i'm on spotify i mean let me know what you think i mean because you know i'm gonna be honest i'm like i'm doing this podcast for me 
I'm doing it because I want to pay it forward. I want to pay it forward to those that want to become citizen legislators. And for those that just want a better handle on how to decipher all the damn gas that these politicians spew out, just to, to make you better informed about who you're going to vote for on the local, state, and federal government levels. Because that's what this show is all about. I want to reach out to everybody. I'm, I want to make this relatable, and I hope you find my podcast relatable. But I also hope that you find it entertaining, and I hope that you're not offended by when I swear, because that's a part of me. Um, they don't call me Black Hammer for nothing. But again, please stay tuned for you know upcoming episodes of Topless Government. I'm Crystal Ellerby, the host. Thank you for watching and listening in. Have a good day.